Welcome to Transition of Style, the podcast that explores the ways in which personal style and gender identity meet with host Phil, a.k.a. Curran. Transition of Style is produced by Fashion Consort with music provided by Sarah FM and is sponsored by QueerCut, a radically inclusive shopping platform and queer community. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to TOS Check-In. And if you have not heard this before, TOS Check-In is alternative format we're using while we are checking in with queer community members during the coronavirus pandemic. And before I start, I want to say to anyone who's listening, who's an essential worker, thank you so much for what you're doing. Thank you for showing up every day. We so appreciate you. And you mean the world to us. Today, I have with me my good buddy, Cass Ryan, and their partner, Jess Adams. Cass and Jess, what's going on? Hello. Hi. Hi, kids. What's going on? Oh, you know. (laughs) Sitting in one place. Um, A lot. (laughs) A lot of sitting in one place. Listen, you know, actually, when I checked in with you guys, before we get into the questions, you guys mentioned that you guys had quarantine cuts, like you guys have gotten your haircut. I want to I want to find out, is someone the haircutter? Is this a personal endeavor? Like, I'm gonna do mine, you're gonna do yours. Who's cutting hair? Right. By quarantine cuts, we mean we both shaved our heads because we pissed <laughs> our barber so much. It was uh, a protest. Apologies in advance to my brother, Val, who I have not broken the news to yet that I am not bald. Yeah. And now it's breaking here. Oh, my God. My apologies. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry, Val. Um, I did that. And Jess, I think, said to me, hey, I think I might want to shave my head. And I went, OK, and snipped a giant chunk out of their hair. And they were like, oh, my God. Yeah, well, let's, you know, honestly, I think we're all dealing with crazy hair during our quarantine. I made the mistake of reaching out to my barber the other day and said how much I missed him. And I was like, look at his hair. And he goes and he writes back. He goes, are you upstate? And I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't know what that means. He's like, are you in prison? I'm like, oh, rude. Well, <laughs> really? Hey. Do we have to go there? Yeah. yeah, he went there. He was like, oh, are you in prison? I was like, wow, this guy. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I'm dealing with. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's not bad enough to have, you know, bad hair. And now I got this guy like giving me a hard time about, you know, like prison hair. That's great. Nice. All right. Let me, let's, let's move it along. We don't want to hear about, about my hair. It's not that. <laughs> so what are you guys both doing to stay sane during this time of lockdown? How are you passing the time? Well, this is Jess. Hi. Um, for myself, it's been finding a balance between finding moments to take some alone time and also so many activities. I am a person who, in times of stress, usually goes outward to fill my time with other things. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I will eventually hit a wall and have to sort of backpedal a little bit and just sit on the couch and talk to nobody. So it's been sort of a a balancing act between the two. So I have been getting back in touch with old hobbies. I've been working on a lot of embroidery projects. Mm -hmm. I am learning how to play the banjo. I uh, am volunteering with a group called Astoria Mutual Aid and... Playing a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. So much Dungeons and Dragons. Wow. So much Dragons. (laughs) Which I've gotten roped into as well. I'm very, oh yeah. I'm very like, uh, like, yeah, that took a little, okay, with the maniacal laugh. But it took a little while. But once I got there, it was, um, 
just delightful. Like your daily life, you know, especially during this time, you are just a person trying to do your very best. But in a game, in one of our games, I'm a 450 pound gigantic bear that rides a dragon. <laughs> so why not? Right? Like, that, like you know, it just takes, it gives you a little whimsy for your nerves. And I have a lot of nerves right now. Yeah, um, I bet. But what, yeah, are you do, what are you doing, Cass? Like, what are you doing uh, other than Dungeons and Dragons to stay sane? Dungeons and Dragons and not wearing pants. I am also <laughs> doing a lot of crafting, <laughs> uh, just so much crafting. My, I started bullet journaling and I, that, that has been like wonderful, but also oddly stressful because I feel like I have to maintain it now because I'm not doing much of anything else, but it is a really, like, it is really fun and I just, to paint a lot and stuff but wait what is bullet journaling bullet journaling oh my gosh i will take you over to the dark side on please do sure bullet journaling is basically where you you get a journal that it's a complete blank slate so either there are dots on it to help you like keep lines straight if that matters to you but you set up your calendar and your journal and all of those things in the same place and you put everything into it that you want to put into it. So if you wanna track how your mood is going, you can put a page for that. If you want to build a habit and you wanna do like a habit tracker, you can do that. If there's a certain place where you're trying to keep, I don't know, keep track of if let's say that you get sick and you're trying to keep track of your symptoms and things like that, you can like make pages any way that you want to and put artwork into it and and all kinds of stuff so it allows you to literally build your own journal slash like scheduler all in one place um that's that's interesting i've never heard of that before if you go to pinterest you'll never not see it (laughs) 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 it's 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 rampant hard to avoid there huh (laughs) yeah but there you go but just like a lot of filling the time but also i've been doing drag over the internet and that has been helping a lot and I'm a hospice volunteer and I've been able to keep in touch with the person and people that I'm supporting oh, wonderful. Um, over the phone. Yeah. And it's That's been, it's been hard, but it's been really rewarding as well. You, so you guys are both doing volunteering activities. That's yeah. really great. Mm-hmm. You know, just, you mentioned something that you were volunteering and doing what, can you speak a little bit more about that? Sure. I'm volunteering with the Astoria Mutual Aid Network, which is basically an organization founded by neighbors. All the volunteers are good people being good people. It's like not a nonprofit. It's an unaffiliated, just network of folks trying to help other folks that live near them. I think at the beginning of this, I struggled a lot with feeling kind of useless in terms of trying to help. Mm -hmm. I don't have any healthcare skills, like bless all of our healthcare workers who are out there for us right now. I'm fortunate enough to be able to do my day job from home. So I was struggling to find ways where I could use the skills that I have to help other folks out. So what that group does is basically you can call a number and if you need help picking up a prescription or groceries, or if you're sick and you can't walk your dog or, you know, any, any sort of task that a neighbor could help you with um, safely could safely, safely help, help you, you with. with you can call this number and they reach out to other folks who have signed up to help in your area and see if somebody can accomplish that task for you if it's something that uh, is out of our power to do 
as just, you know, layman volunteers. We have a list of resources and we try to funnel people towards other resources and other organizations that are equipped to handle their needs and give them a hand. So I started out just being a volunteer, like getting groceries for neighbors and things like that. And then I've just started working as a dispatcher where I basically answer the phones and sort of manage a spreadsheet and try to direct people towards assistance. So it felt good to find something that I could do while staying at home and staying out of the way of the people who need to be out there helping us and still try to donate some of my time to to make a difference for folks. Right. You have to have PPE and you have to drop it off outside a door and you shouldn't enter Mm -hmm. the building. They're very, very serious about safety. So it's a way of being able to, to get people what they need, especially lots of people who have small children and can't actually leave to go to the grocery store or they're actually sick and they have coronavirus and they tell you like when you're helping someone who is sick. but it's super worth it. It's really wonderful. Yeah. And I understand that there are a lot of other mutual aid groups that are popping up all over the city. So if you're looking for something to do, I mean, I'm up here in Queens in Astoria, so this is Astoria local, but I know that there are a lot of other mutual aid organizations that are popping up all over. Oh yeah. Yeah. I may ask you more about that so that we mention that on social media so that people can reach out and help because I, I find that overwhelmingly so many of the queer people I speak to are trying to find ways to help as a community we are helpers. So you guys obviously are a perfect example of that. I appreciate you both. That is incredible that you're doing that. Thank you. Question for you both. Yeah. What do you miss most about life before quarantining? Being outside. <laughs> Sorry, that was really bad. Nothing <laughs> 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 The sun. The sunshine. I went out on the yeah, fire escape. The- <laughs> <on your own. laughs> yeah. I went out on the fire escape the other day and got a freaking sunburn. What? A sunburn from being just outdoors because the only light source that I've been the most exposed to is the screens that I'm staring into. So yeah, that went over well for me, but <laughs> I got some sunscreen and everything's fine. But yeah, we sit on we sit on the fire escape a lot. We go for a constitutional every once in a while. We've made like an I spy bingo kind of game where we like have to find certain things when we're walking around outside and stuff like that. Like, you know, looking at flowers and bumblebees yeah <laughs> you know but i miss being able to be like hey do you want to go anywhere like mm-hmm. the beach and just be able to go do it and of course i miss my friends and of course you know being able to perform live in front of people all of those all of those things I, I miss all of those things but i really do miss just being able to be like i'm gonna go outside okay and not have it be like a, do you have all of your ppe do you have like your hand sanitizer do you have all yeah that? but i will do it i will do it until they tell me not to, and probably a little bit after that. But um, you're speaking for all of us, I think. You are definitely speaking for all of us. What are you guys both doing to stay connected? It sounds like, you know, Cass, you're still doing some drag. And if you guys don't know, Cass is Vigor Mortis, part of the Switch and Play Collective, incredible, incredible (laughs) drag artist. Like insanely good. Thank you. So good. But what are you guys doing? Like, tell me, and also, are you doing drag virtually? Like, tell me about this. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. What? He's no. things. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm going ahead. Okay. Talk about drag. It's your turn. Okay. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just the camera person. The dresser for all the drag. Oh, yeah. So I'm just rearranging my living room and holding up. But, uh, but like, everyone has a role. Everyone has a role. Yeah. But it gets also very involved. Like we did one the other day that was in the dark that I lit myself with a flashlight because I'm extra and I'm going to be extra no matter where I am. <laughs> yeah, got to keep it fresh. Like, I, I know that people are sick of staring at everyone's living rooms all the time. But a lot of performers are doing shows digitally 
and it's either over Instagram Live or Twitch or sometimes Zoom and things like that. And it's actually been working out really well. And it gives a lot of people a very unique opportunity, especially on Twitch and things like that, to pre-record numbers and be able to add effects and, and things like that. But we, Switch and Play has been doing Instagram Live and that's actually being, we, we really kind of feel like we have the flow of it now. And that's been really amazing because we are doing it in real time. And so like, yeah, sometimes there are snags or sometimes it doesn't work, but that's kind of okay. You know, it's live theater and it's fine. Like, let it be what it is. That's so, wonderful. I mean, I, I love that. I, I'm going to have to check that out. I didn't even know you guys were doing that. That's incredible. Yeah. Instagram live on the switch and play uh, Instagram account. Yeah, um, we'll we'll definitely have to put that out. I think that's that's incredible. Hey, Jess, what are you doing to stay connected more? Well, aside from assisting with the the drag stuff, <laughs> uh, aside be, of being the production crew, besides that, yeah, being being the the entire production crew, <laughs> the whole thing, uh, <laughs> the whole crew, uh, which has been great fun. I mean, I I do props work professionally, so I've got a lot of weird objects lying around my house. So it's been been a treat uh, to improvise stuff. Hell yeah. But I'll bring it back around to the to the Dungeons and Dragons, I guess. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> like a lot of friends know that I play a lot of tabletop games because it's really nice to just play pretend with your adult friends. Uh, I think, you know, the value of play is really important, especially in difficult times where it's easy to get bogged down by the by the whole weight of the world. I've, I've had a lot of people reach out to me and be like, hey, that Dungeons and Dragons thing you do, can I get in on that? And the sort of request for that has been really overwhelming. So I've been working on a project with an old college friend of mine to create like a matching network for people who want to get into TNT, which we're calling Dungeons and Social Distancing. That's incredible. I'm getting our Instagram up and going at that handle. Hopefully by the time <laughs> this comes out, there'll be something there. <laughs> It's wonderful because you can reconnect with your friends and instead of sitting on the phone, sort of staring into the middle distance and trying to hold it together, it just gives you an activity to do. It gives you a little bit of levity, a little bit of fantasy, a little bit of teamwork. It's nice and to something like- something else to talk about. Yes, something else to talk about. And it's nice to just like get around the table and like problem solve ridiculous, you know, fantasy problems with your friends and just play pretend for a second. Yeah. So it's been really good. I'm playing in four different groups and, and two of those, I, I am the dungeon master. Yeah. Um, so I am the dun- you say that with pride. I, I am, am the dungeon, dungeon master. master. <laughs> um, <laughs> so hopefully this new thing that we're working on will help connect some of my friends because yeah. there's just not enough hours in the day Mm-mm. to play that much DD. <laughs> so hopefully uh, we're going to try to teach people how to, how to dungeon master uh, so they can play with their friends and yeah. sort of spread the love of that as a, a thing that they can do with their friends other than just, you know, Zoom. It's a fun activity for people to do. So yeah, that's really been keeping me connected with the various uh, people in my life. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I think it's great to hear about a little play during this time. It's, it's a very serious time. It's a very heavy time. And, you know, I, I always want to like respect where everyone lands with how they're dealing with this. Like some people just don't have the ability to play right now. Some people do, yeah, totally. you know, wherever you are, wherever you land in the, you know, sort of spectrum of how you're dealing, like you've got to deal the best way you can. Absolutely. But if you can play and if you can take yourself out of the seriousness for a moment, I think it's a wonderful thing to do. Yeah, for sure. And we always start off games by being like, how is everybody? How are we doing? And then when we're ready to start playing, it's kind of like, okay, and click on, you know, and then and then you go move over to something else. And it's not that there isn't space for, 
talking about the things that are frightening to you or things that you feel like you need to process, it becomes a space where that can happen. And also you're playing a game and you're also like being able to be like, okay, and now I'm done thinking about this and I'm going to start processing something else and thinking about something else and, and give myself that space for both. And that's yeah. really healing and really yeah. helpful. Yes. It's really, that sounds like a wonderful place to give space for both things. I love that. One question for you guys. What are, what's the quarantine wear these days? Like, what are you wearing during the quarantine? Like, are you wearing the day pajama and then the night pajama? I'm so curious about what people are doing about clothing right now. My mantra is, if it doesn't have an elastic waistband, I'm not looking at it right now. Um, <laughs> I am 100% comfort oriented, but I, I think there are times where putting on our, our regular street clothes is very... Oh yeah, we flirt with it now. Now that's our way of flirting is being like, oh baby, you got the outside pants on? Oh, you put on your outside pants. Wow, those, those pants have a pocket on the butt. Just for you. Wow. <laughs> you look like you're about to go to the grocery store. Wow. Yeah, it's very, yeah. I, I think it's very comfort oriented. And every once in a while, I will put my outside pants on on the inside because like sometimes it helps to kind of feel like okay I'm showing up for myself even though there's two people around to see it which is my beautiful partner and our beautiful roommate but you know sometimes it's helpful to kind of be like okay I'm gonna do this even if it's just for me but mostly it's comfort oriented and usually it does not involve pants. <laughs> I love that. It's interesting how people are using clothing right now to like switch on something. It's like they're putting on clothing to say, okay, now I put on a shirt that I would wear outside. So it's different now. Yeah. I need to make a distinction between the everyday, I don't have to leave the house and I am wearing something with an elastic band to, yeah. nope, I'm in the office right now, or I'm going to get on this meeting or I'm going to talk to people and I'm going to be dressed up. It's interesting how clothing is being used as a little bit of a switch to like switch on that sort of thing. I kind of love it. So three things that you guys can't live without during quarantine. You can answer these separately or you can answer them together. It's up to you guys. We actually talked about it a little bit before because we like to prepare. <laughs> um, and the one thing that I do want to, we both really want to preface like this list with is that we totally understand and are super grateful just the amount of privilege that we have where we're in a supportive, loving relationship where we want to spend time together. We're not trapped in the house together. We have a wonderful, nice apartment to live. Mm -hmm. We are food secure. I am still working. Right. We wake up every day and are just deeply, deeply thankful for being in the, in the place where we are right yeah. now. Especially since so many people are experiencing more violence at home. I've been thinking a lot about LGBT youth mm -hmm. that are now quarantined with their family and who are unsupportive or even, you know, violent or things like that. We are incredibly privileged in this way. And it's just something to mention because the thing that I can't live without right now is the fact that my partner is here with me. Like, I really don't know how I would be doing if I wasn't with Jess because we make each other laugh mm. and we keep each other interested in things and we check each other if somebody's getting like in a kind of in a spiral we hold each other when things are not going well or when we need to be held mm. we leave each other alone when we need space from one another mm. and we come back together when we just need to like be as close as physically possible. And that's, and that's a really wonderful thing. It's also a, a privilege and it is truly something that like, I don't know what I would be doing 
with myself if I wasn't quarantined with you. Same. Oh, I yeah. love it. I love it. I'm, so uh, are those the three things? <laughs> well, that's the, all three. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one. I also am, am grateful that I have a steady supply of coffee. Uh, and again, activities. I'm, I'm yeah. an activity king. I just like, <laughs> yeah. I just need things to do to feel useful. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm blessed that I have those outlets for that energy. Um, yeah. I don't know what I would be doing without that. For sure. And I would say for me, audiobooks, huge. Yeah. Uh, love an audiobook. Audiobooks and podcasts right now have also been super helpful because like audiobooks, podcasts, and music, I'll say like all of those things. Because being able to, again, like either check in or check out based on what you need. Do you need more information? There's a podcast for that. Do you need totally less information and to lose yourself in, you know, the, a, a story for the 90th time or a brand new one? Podcasts, audiobooks. I would say like, like definitely, you know, tasks and friend check-ins. Yes. Friend check-ins for sure. Like something like things like this and things like also just being able to text your friends and being like, here's a picture of a goose in a dress. You're welcome. (laughs) We can all use that. That's for sure. (laughs) Well, I'll send you all of them that I've been accumulating. I will take them all. I know how much you love birds. I I cannot do without a bird. (laughs) Bird is on the top of my list these days. And I know people are like, I don't get it. It's fine. All, All I want is to love anything as much as you love birds yeah it's like really beautiful. it's a deep love my friend it's a deep love, birds. It's a deep love. It's like my favorite it is a deep love and people are finding out something new about me and i'm like there's no <laughs> no shame in the love of birds for me i gotta tell you you guys it has been so incredible speaking to you you guys are hilarious and i so appreciate what you're doing to still show up for people right now you're still showing up you guys are giving gratitude for the privilege you have of having each other, of having a safe place to be, having food, having shelter. You're wonderful people. I want to thank you both for being with us today. You're amazing. Please continue. You're amazing. You're amazing. Oh, thanks, guys. I, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for being on. And long live Dungeons and Dragons. I don't know much about it, but it sounds like yeah. it's getting it's getting you through this right now. So I'm going to give some love to that and, and that community. And I want you guys to please stay safe and healthy. Okay. Thank you Same so much. You, Same Thank to you. you so much for having us. Of course. Take care. You too. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Transition of Style. If you like what you hear, please remember to subscribe and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. Visit us on our show page at transitionofstyle.com for more information and follow us to share in the conversation on Instagram at transitionofstyle. 